Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast, people. Hey, a bit ago, Taylor Proctor, the spicy little redhead and the host of Creating with Confidence, an internationally acclaimed podcast, she was meditating and the idea of being an eight-figure business owner came to her mind. Now, you've got to realize here that eight figures is a minimum of $10 million. And she thought initially, like many of us would perhaps, uh, yeah, there's no way that's possible. But then she decided to explore what would happen if she leaned in with curiosity instead of pulling away for the sake of reality. Well, stay tuned to hear her story because I love this idea of leaning into curiosity. That idea comes up a lot when we talk about what's possible about not judging, about knowing ourselves better. Like curiosity in those spaces can take us to really new and exciting places. So stick with us and let's see where curiosity took her. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Proctor is an intuitive business strategist and coach who uses her skills as a mentor to help high-performing business owners confidently create the life and the business that they love. So we're super happy to have her here. As I mentioned in the intro, she's the host of Creating Confidence podcast, and she loves to work with entrepreneurs to uncover their individual intuitive strengths. And intuition is kind of what we want to talk about today. We haven't talked about that a lot, but I love this idea as we're creating our best lives on purpose, like being able to tap into our intuition is, gosh, probably way more needed than what we actually even realize. So Taylor, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. Thank you so much, Lori. I'm so excited to be here and to be on the show again. This is round two. Um, So several years later and just love you so much and really excited and honored to be on the show. You know, that first stint was in 2017. You believe that? That's like Six years ever. Yeah. A really long time ago. <laughs> Honored the, to be back. Yeah. And the last time I actually saw you in person was, gosh, the, remember that women's podcaster breakfast down in Salt Lake? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? And that was years ago, too. <laughs> I think about the same amount of time. I think maybe, maybe a little bit more it was recent, probably a year is different or something. Yeah. But anyway, back when we were first met, you were just starting your podcast, like we both kind of were. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'm not sure what business you were doing at that point, but let's go back to the beginning and tell us the whole story of where you came from, what you wanted to create, where it started, what it morphed into. And we'll talk about your intuition, the story of you finding that. And yeah, take it away. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so uh, you brought up already, like not quite sure what business I was doing. The last time I was on the podcast, I was a transformational happiness mentor and habits coach. And what that looked like actually was very intuitive led to begin with as well. Uh, The company was called Happiness Abound. And it's been about a year and a half since I transitioned it to Taylor Proctor International. But even back then, 
I actually didn't think I had intuition, but as I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, even the name. I had a dream about the name of my company back then, which is Happiness Abound. And I was like, that'd be an amazing name. Had a dream about it. And then I woke up and I looked it up and it was available and game on. So that was my business and my brand for about four and a half, five years. Had a podcast. Yeah, I love that. I love, well, Happiness Abound is a really cool name. But I love also like so many things we do transition, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I think people feel like if they transition from one thing to another, that maybe the first thing it, it feels like it failed or it feels like it should have been bigger than what I, I don't know. But I think that lots of things transition. So I love that you're going to tell us this. Sorry for interrupting. Go on. No, I love that too, because I think it's so important. And this is a key component of intuition is that there's a level of trust that things go how they need to go. And that gives us the foundation to be able to move into transitional periods without the fear of failure or feeling like you were a failure in the past. So yeah, I was happiness abound for a long time, loved it. And it was like I had dual lives. I had a life as a transformational happiness mentor and coach there, habits coach. And then I had my life in corporate America. And I actually was in marketing, operations, leadership, business development for about 15 years. And what I ended up finding is that my clients that I was a happiness mentor to would come to me, we would work on their happiness, we'd set in place happiness habits to get their levels of happiness up because it's not inherent, it's a learned skill. And then towards the end of working together, they'd be like, I feel so much better. My life is amazing. We'd have a scale. And so it'd be like on a one to 10 scale, most of them would come in at about a two or three. And in a 10 week period of working together, they'd land at about an eight, nine and maintain that. I have clients that I've been, I've worked with three, four years ago. I still maintain contact with them and they're still at those levels because it's habit building. So it's impressive progress, my friend. Oh, absolutely. And it was so rewarding and I loved it. But what would end up happening is towards the end of working together, most of them were also business owners. And they would say to me, "Ah, you know, everything is so good now. My life feels put together. I feel like I can think more clearly, even for my business. I just wish I could get like my marketing and my operations in place. And I need to scale my business. And it would be kind of this like offhanded comment about scaling their business and stepping into leadership, stepping into marketing, stepping into operations. And I'd be like, interesting. I have this completely like secret life, which wasn't so secret, but pretty much I was like living this dual life and they were starting to blend together. Mm. So I started asking myself, you know, I've been doing this for 15 years. I I grew departments from nothing to within a three-year period, uh, international multilingual teams, five products from one product to five products for clients like Google, Waze, Nest, all these large clients and starting something from the ground up. So there's the business development. There's the operations. How do we market it? It was just all these pieces that kind of started to fall into place. So like I said, about a year and a half ago, I went, all right, I think I'm ready to start to transition to how can we blend the combination of this? Mm. How can we do business strategy and help these business owners really elevate their business as well as elevate their life? So the intuitive business strategist and confidence coach was born and I rebranded as Taylor Proctor International because that also gave me a lot of flexibility. I realized that the name Happiness Abound, as much as I love it and as on point as it was, it didn't reflect the business element of it. And I wanted to be able to scale and grow as I scaled and grew. So Taylor Proctor International was born. I maintained the logo. 
took off the happiness bound underneath it. And there we are. So I'm super happy to hear your story of how that all transpired. That's fabulous. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. that's great. Nice job. But intuition was not a part of it. At least I didn't think it was. And here's the piece that's amazing is I look back and I go, oh, yeah, I started happiness about it. There was intuition involved. When I transitioned, there was intuition involved. When I was coaching people in their business, there was intuition involved. But I never recognized it as such. So I would say, oh, I'm a business strategist and confidence coach. And now the title has intuitive in front of it very specifically because intuition has been a guiding light. But I never paid attention because... I often felt like, and I was raised around individuals that had intuition in ways I didn't have it. Mm. So I grew up hearing stories about, oh yeah, you know, this voice told me, don't go down that alleyway. And I listened and later on, I found out there was a double homicide down that alleyway or something, right? Just crazy stuff. And you're like, <laughs> what? I don't get that. That never happens to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't have that kind of protection. And I just started to, I had grown up thinking that I wasn't special in that way. Like it was a special thing. And I mentioned earlier, just like happiness is a learned skill, the opposite is true for intuition. It's a learned skill, but it's also inherent in everyone. You know, I'm loving this conversation because I have to tell you, I feel kind of similarly, you know, especially with religion and people are talking about how to like be guided by the spirit and that kind of thing. And oftentimes I just feel like I'm not. Like none of those things happened to me. But, you know, at the same time, I feel like, like I, I believe that the spirit is there to guide us and direct us, that the universe is supporting us, that there are ways to move forward. I just feel like I can't hear it very well. But maybe it's just I don't hear it the same way as other people do. Exactly. So Mm. grew up this whole time thinking I'm not intuitive and all these people around me are intuitive and they have these super secret powers and it's amazing and whatever. And I was okay with that in my life. When I got it more into my business side of things, and of course that was with mentoring as well as now intuitive business strategist and confidence coach, I ended up joining a mastermind and there was a coach in there who's amazing, but she would say things like, oh, I just got full body tingles this is totally the right choice for you. And I'd be like, oh, I'm not feeling any full body tingles ever, right? So I started to get pissed off. I'll be I'll be real. I started to get pissed off because I'm like, now here's these people who are using their intuition and it's giving them a leg up in business. And I'm a pretty smart individual. And so I'm like, I'm just as smart. I'm just as driven. I'm just as strategic right? All of these things. I'm like, the only leg up they have is this intuition bullshit and I don't have it. So I got really mad and so upset. And so just like, screw this. I can't, you know, I'm just going to grit through it. And I don't trust the universe to protect me because it's obviously there for everybody else and not for me. And I just started to like spiral down this path of like, what am I meant for? Because apparently everyone else has this super secret special power that I've told myself I don't have, and I'm not getting full body tingles and I'm not hearing the voice and I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing the visions. I'm not waking up from the dreams. I was, but I didn't know it. Right. And just like (laughs) all of these things. And I was getting so mad. And then I realized some things happened and I realized that it came to every person differently. And in fact, your intuition is like your fingerprint is completely custom to you. And the way that that happened was 
even crazier. I actually went to a retreat. And at this retreat, I ended up having a total meltdown of like, what the hell? Everyone's got this special stuff. And it brought everything online for me. And I was surrounded by all these intuitive people and it was great, but I was so like in the ingrained and like, I'm not going to be one of these people because I didn't believe I had it. And now I have anger to back me up that everyone's special. I'm not total victim mentality. And then I went to this retreat, had some things happen and everything came online and I started to embrace this more intuitive nature. And that is how I figured out that what intuition looks like to me is different than what it looks like to you and what it looks like to the individuals I had been surrounded with. And I had been thinking this whole time, I'm not intuitive. The universe doesn't support me or God doesn't care about me, right? I'm here to struggle and flounder on my own. And for most people, that's really depressing for me. I just get pissed off and angry and resentful and all of those things. And the truth of it is, is that I had been given a custom code for me and I just had to figure out what that was. Okay. So how did you figure that out? What does I things went online mean? Yes. So things going online is that suddenly my intuition came in to view where I started to realize that things were different for me than for other people. And as I started to share that, that is when they became even more clear. And also it helped the people around me also see that like they had different strengths is what I call them, different intuitive strengths than I'm going to say, quote unquote, the norm. There's nothing wrong with having the normal ones, but there's actually over 60, six, zero different ways that you can receive intuition. I'm going to make up a word here, intuitional hits, right? Of intuition in your life. And with those 60, it opens up and expands the opportunity for you to connect to your intuition. So as I opened up through these exercises and the total meltdown and all of these things, my intuition expanded. And then we, I like to say, came online in a way that I could understand it and start to like actually utilize it in my life. Hey, so I know the listeners are going to want to hear what, if there's 60 of these ways that we can intuit things, give me a handful of them. So I'll share some of my top ones. So one of the things that I now do as an intuitive business strategist is I help business owners discover their own top intuitive strengths in key business areas. For example, my top strength when it comes to being my most authentic self, which is so important as business owners, right? Showing up online, in video, in sales conversations, being your most authentic self, because we know when you're not your most authentic self, things just kind of, they go stagnant or they teeter backwards. So we've got to show up as our most authentic selves, but that can be hard. And our intuition can be there to support you. So for me, my top strength when it comes to being my most authentic self is faith, funny enough. So faith is not the religious connotation, but it's the faith that things are going to work out. It's the faith that I can show up as the real me and I'm going to connect to my audience, which is fascinating because you wouldn't think that faith is an intuitive strength, but I know that when I can feel confident in something and I have faith that it's going to work out, it's game on. I can show up as my truest self and it's going to be okay. Another you know, one we, that we, Yeah, we don't take action with anything unless we have the faith that taking that action is going to lead us somewhere or where we want to go because otherwise, what would the point be? And so I think faith is really crucial in that. And I mean, aligning that with intuition, I think faith, what faith allows you to do is 
kind of tune into your intuition and open the doors and rush out in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I have a feeling of faith, like everything's going to work out, I'm not allowing the negative thoughts, the negative beliefs, the limitations to come in. The fear. And I can take that forward action. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say another one that's my favorite of the ones that I have. And I do these as blueprints. So it's like a 60-page guide that's custom to every single person of what their top strengths are. And every time I finish one, I'm like, wow, this business owner is such a badass. Like, this is going to be so amazing for them to tap into this and just, oh, it's going to be fantastic. So I have it for myself, of course. And my one of my favorite ones is I have the intuitive strength in business strategy of adventure. Hmm. What that means And like, bear with me now. I wanted to just picture it for a second. When you have the intuitive strength of adventure, it's like putting on the backpack and being ready for the hike. Like you're excited. It's going to be amazing. This is going to be the thing, right? I'm ready to hike up the mountain. When you are not tuned into it, well, actually when you're using it in both ways. So if I have the sense of adventure when it comes to business strategy, when I hear a business strategy and I get that feeling of excitement, that feeling of adventure, that feeling of like, let's strap on the backpack and freaking go. I know that that strategy aligned to my intuition is the right strategy for me to move forward on. Alternatively, I hear a strategy and I get that like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this. That's sick in your stomach. You kind of start to go concave in your shoulders and your chest. And you're like, oh, this feels scary. I feel weak. I feel like, and you also get that feeling of pressure because as someone who helps with marketing and operations and businesses, There are so many resources out there and there's so many people saying, this is the way I did it and this is how you need to do it too. And what ends up happening is you can do it that exact way you buy into that idea and you do it the exact way that that coach told you to and it falls flat on its face. And then you start to think, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm not meant to do this. I did exactly like they said I should and nothing worked and it worked for them. I must be a bad business owner. You start to have all these thoughts. The truth of it is, is when you can tap into your intuition, it can immediately tell you. And again, it's different for everyone. For me, it's adventure. So I can immediately know, hmm, that's a great business strategy for that person. That's not going to be a thing for me because I start to feel the pressure, the weight of the backpack, if you will, the anxiety around the hike versus the opening, the like, this is easy. I can do this. Let's go get the sense of adventure. And so that's how I use my intuitive strengths for adventure when it comes to business strategy. And everyone has different ones for a third option. And this one isn't one that I have. I've done blueprints with other people for it. And I love it because it comes to different people in different ways in different areas. So one of the top strengths that I love seeing other people have is a strength called sonar. This strength means that you have the ability to go deep within yourself and almost like a sonar, go deep and find in your body where things are. So I had one person that I did a blueprint for them and they had as their authentic self, their top intuitive strength was sonar, meaning that when they have the ability to go deep within and deep, deep, they can know they'll get a a ping, right? Once they go deep, they'll get a ping and they can know what is the right thing for them to show up as their most authentic self. I had Hmm. another person Several weeks later, completely separated, right? Completely different person, actually lived in a completely different state, different business entirely, all of that. Sonar came up for her as her wealth calibration intuition strength. And so what that looked like for her was she has the ability to go deep within 
and find blocks. And I loved this. And it's channeled messaging, it's intuition. So what came out was that she had chunky blocks of limitation in her liver and golden orbs of wealth in her legs. So to go in deep within for herself, visualize, you know, vibrationally dissolving those chunks in her liver and bringing those orbs of gold into her life would open up opportunities for her that she wouldn't have had before because she used her intuition when it came to calibrating to wealth. So, I mean, that's just an example of some crazy ones. Like they're not crazy, crazy, but with over 60, it's so many different variants and not just your typical five senses, right? It's not just, oh, you're clear, you're clairvoyant so you can see things. That is in the, there is, that is in the list of 60, right? But there's 55 other ones too. It's not just clairaudient, which is the ability to hear things. Some people have the opportunity to taste things. Some people can smell things, right? Or touch or intuitively know. Like the list is 60 deep. So there's so much more than just, I got full body tingles or I saw a vision. And what do you think is the most common one that you see over and over with all all your people? Truth be told, I haven't had a most common one. Every person is so uniquely different. and there's what is the strength and then there's how the individual uses it. So for example, with the sonar, I had two people that had sonar. One had it in a completely different category than the other and how they utilized it while they both mentioned going deep within was vastly different from each other because it's completely custom. It's a fingerprint. So there is no like most common one. It's more so what does it look like for you? But when you can know what your fingerprint is, Now you can tap into it with the confidence, the strength, the faith to move your business forward and know that it's congruent with your highest good, which changes the game from a business perspective. How many do people usually have? Like, do do people have two or do you find five or does it matter? (laughs) Is it totally different? This is the beautiful thing. I love this question. So every person is totally different. Every person has access to all 60. It's what is your top one in those areas. So for example, if I am good at, it's leaning into your strengths really, right? So I was good in high school at PE, (laughs) English. I was a student body officer, et cetera. Math was not my strong point. I didn't mind science, but math was not my strong point. So if I'm going to lean into something and trust that it's going to work and trust myself, I'm going to lean into the things that I'm best at versus, yeah, I can do math. Yeah, it's there. It's available to me. I can tap into it every once in a while, but I'm going to lean into the English and the PE because that's where I'm at my my strongest. It's the same thing here. You have access to all 60, but when it comes to really leaning into your intuition, play to your strengths and we're able to define what your top strengths are so that you can lean and move forward with confidence. You know, I think that's really smart anyway, because I feel like when we follow our bliss, which leads me to your adventure one, like I, I have that strength, like Everybody does, right? You know what makes you excited or what doesn't. Mm -hmm. But I've been practicing just this year. My year this year is called Explore for me. That's my word. And I'm trying and doing lots of things and figuring out what really resonates. But because of that, I am getting a really clear picture when something feels exciting, doable, peaceful, even right. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. I can do that. That that falls in my strength category versus when it's just the really like it. You know, I, I don't want to do that kind of thing. So that adventure one, I I relate with. And yeah. I think when we lean into our strengths, the high point of that is I think we are given our strengths to be the light on the path forward. 
you know, everybody's always looking for their purpose and their, you know, how to create meaning in their life. I mean, it's just part of the process of moving along, right? And I think when you look to your strengths and the things that interest you and are exciting to you, that those are the things that shine the spotlight on the next step forward. I agree. And I also think it's important to note that sometimes you can be scared or nervous about something, but if you're tapping into your intuition and if it is the instance of adventure, like it sounds like it is for you, it definitely is for me, right? Then even when you're like, oh, this is a little bit scary, you still feel that pull forward. You're still following your intuition in that way. And to continue with the hiking direction, right? I grew up going camping for a very long period of time during the summers. And my dad would just send me on the way with my dog to go hiking. So I would follow this little river and it would end up going into the mountain and I could keep on going or I would turn around. And as I got older, I, and I, my dog was with me. So I knew my way back home. I wasn't worried about it. There's nobody out there. My dad just let me go, which was awesome. You know, sense of adventure is perfect and independence and all of that. And so I would go and there were times where I would hit the tree line. So now it's rocks and it's slick and there's no more trail. And there were times where I'd be like, okay, it's time to turn back. I'm ready to go back home. And it's a long way back to the camp. So we'll go. And there were times where I was like, this feels like I should keep on going. And I would climb up the slippery rocks and get to a point where I could see above all the trees. And it was absolutely amazing. I felt fear. I knew that it was slippery. I knew that it would be a risk but I still was pulled by that sense of adventure in that instance. So when we look at adventure, when it comes to, in my case, the category of business strategy, it doesn't mean that I'm not scared. It doesn't mean that I don't see the risks, but I can still feel that pull to climb above the tree line. Or if I'm not feeling that pull, I can turn around and know that's not the right time or the, not the right strategy for me. So that's the leaning into the intuition part is your intuition is not going to suddenly make everything oh yeah, I'm tapped to my intuition. So I know it's not going to be scary. No, but knowing your intuition can help guide you and pull you in the right direction, regardless of the beliefs or the fears that we may have. Mm, this is fun. Yeah. So Khalil Gibran, he is one of my favorite authors. And he said, quote, when you reach the end of what you should know, you will be at the beginning of what you should sense. Unquote. Mm. What do you think about that? I love that because we get in our heads so much so much. And frankly, I'm a, I'm a very analytical, very logical person. Like I have processes, I have procedures, again, operations, right? So it's like for a very long time, I was in my head. It was, what did I know? And that was the guiding post. And it led me to be miserable. It led me to be angry. It led me to be unhappy in my life. And I found things through my intuition, even though I didn't know it. And that shifted stuff for me. But then I came back to Oh, I'm not intuitive. What do I know? I know that other people around me see it this way. I don't. So I must be wrong. The truth is, is once we can get out of our head and start trusting our intuition, everything shifts and changes in our well-being in our life. So I love that quote because your brain can only get you so far. And that was a huge turning point for me personally was not fully relying on my intelligence. Mm -hmm. No. Well, and like you say, when we're too much in our head, we're not enough in our heart, right? Mm -hmm. Like we don't depend on what we can sense. We don't tune into that spiritual place of how are we attuned with the spiritual progress, the, the spiritual way forward. So yeah, he is, he's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Love it. Let's talk a little bit about curiosity. Yes. What did that look like for you? What was your experience with um, leaning into that? 
So after I had that, went to that retreat and my intuition stuff kind of came online, there was a lot of push pull within me, right? There was the, the push of let's explore this. This feels exciting. This is something different. This is something new. And maybe I do have these and they're not so secret superpowers, right? And then there was a pull, a pullback of, no, you don't want to be one of those hippy dippy weirdos that follows their intuition all the time and ends up dirt poor and nobody pays attention. And you're so strategic. You're so like, my brain was just like pulling me back all the time. And the only thing that kept me going and being like, let's continue to explore this was the curiosity of what the future could be. Mm. And I think that's a huge thing, whether you're intuitive or not, which everyone is, it's important to know everyone is, but whether you believe you are or not, curiosity about what the future could be is a huge driving force and a a pushing factor. It's pushing us forward into the life because we're having our future regardless, no matter what tomorrow is coming. And if it's not coming for you, it didn't matter that it was coming because you ended today, right? So it's so important to look at the future with curiosity and then shape what that can look like. So for me, it was the decision of, I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to test this. I'm curious about what this looks like in my future. And that curiosity has completely shifted and changed everything for me, not only in my own attitude, in my own self-imposed pressure, right? I don't really get mad anymore. Like every once in a while, I'm a human being, but I'm not in that rage. What's wrong with me? Victim mentality. It's much more like the universe supports me. Everything's going to work out for me. I trust that everything is playing for my highest good. And when I tap into my intuition, I know that that works and I move forward with curiosity. And so that curiosity component is so huge. And as you lean into it and specifically to intuition, as you lean into that, as you grow in that direction, everything starts to work out and opportunities that you didn't know that once you got out of your head and into your intuition, they just fall in your lap and you're like, whoa, okay, this is awesome. (laughs) Um, congratulations. You're in a really strong spot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. We are coming to the end of our discussion time, but what does iMove mean and how do you help people with it? Or is there a final story that you want to share personally about how you moved into this $10 million mindset or, you know, what did it look like to use your intuition and then let things open up for you? Absolutely. So really quickly, I'll talk about iMove, but I think it's more important to share the the eight-figure story. So iMove stands for Intuition, Marketing, Operations, Velocity, and Execution. Thought being is that as business owners, and I was in this trap too, we think we need to do marketing. We need to get our operations in place. We end up gaining no, no velocity, no momentum, and then things are really difficult to execute. But when you put the I in front of that, the intuition, when you're guided by your intuition, everything is congruent, right? You're taking aligned action. Your marketing starts to fall into place. Your operations are easy. You gain that velocity and you execute with ease. So I help business owners understand their intuition and then move into the marketing and operations velocity and execution, which I have expertise in as well. But the big first and most important part is leaning into and understanding and tapping into your unique fingerprint of intuition to guide your business. That being said, I use that in my own business all the time. But as I just wrapped up kind of that curiosity piece is like these opportunities just drop in your lap when you follow your intuition, right? So I have, I'm in in the middle of it still. 
a $10 million opportunity just come out of freaking nowhere. So I'm walking along, I'm doing a daily walking routine that I do. And I have the thought that I could be an eight figure entrepreneur. And I literally had to count on my hands. Okay, what is eight? Because you always hear six figures, seven figures. I'm like, okay, wait, how much is eight figures? Which is a minimum of $10 million, right? All the way up to whatever it needs to be, but it's a minimum of 10 mil. And I, my first thought that coming into your head, well, how am I going to do that? I'd have to sell, how many intuitive strengths business blueprints would I have to sell? How many quantum power days? How many clients? Like I started getting in that space of like, okay, how do we actually do this? Which also then feels overwhelming and you're in your head. And instead I was like, well, we're going down a path. Instead of doing that, what if I just trust that my intuition is going to take care of it and release that expectation of how and just play along? Just play along. Let's just see. And so I, over a series of activities that just came to me, I was just like, yep, this is, yep, okay, that came to my mind. We'll try that. We'll do this. And it was energy clearing. It was actual tactical work to do. There was a lot of components that happened. And I could not stress that I was, I can't stress this enough that I had no expectation on time, right? You think eight figures, okay, maybe I did have an expectation of time. I expected that this would take a long time. That said, two weeks later, following my intuition, I end up going to an event. And at this event, I meet this woman and we're talking and she goes, you know, how do I, how come I don't know you? How come you're not in my circles? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. We're both just at this event. Great. She goes, we need to connect. Okay. So the next Monday, she's, this was event was on a Saturday. She texts me and says, we need to like, come over to my house. I need to talk to you. Okay. Right. <laughs> Intuition's tapping in going, it's going to be fine. It's safe. That's number one, right? Going to a stranger's house. Like, hmm, not so sure about this. No, safe. So intuition hits. It's okay. I'm like, all right, sure. I'll go over there. We'll just, however it plays out. Like I have no idea what she wants. And she starts talking with me and she's asking me about my work history and you know what I do and all these things. And then she goes, okay, I need you to be a member of my executive team. Oh, <laughs> we've known each other. Wow. <laughs> a grand total, right? That's and so awesome. Totally awesome. And so we're talking and she goes, and I'd love to give you a, not just a salary, but also equity in the business. Okay. And she goes, so 1%. Great. That's awesome. So I'm like, well, I'll go, I'll think about it. So 24 hours later, I thought about it. Intuition, that sense of adventure is coming through that I can be my most authentic self. I'm feeling the faith. I'm feeling these pieces all coming together. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is a good thing. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. So now it's part of, uh, you know, part of my business. I'm a contractor for this organization. Come to find out that they are working with a mergers and acquisitions broker, M&A broker. And that M&A broker is very experienced, very well-known in the industry, has a great book, like all of these things. And she has said, yeah, I think we can sell this company for a billion dollars. That's a B, folks. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's really cool. Like, And she's like, in three to five years, we can get it for that amount. Wow, that's awesome. So I go home, pull out, the yeah, pull out the calculator because I definitely can't do that in my head if I'm counting eight on my fingers, right? And we already know math's not my strength. So I pull out the calculator and it's exactly $10 million. Wow. 1% of a billion is $10 million. And if I hadn't followed my intuition, 
there would be so many times, even off the rip where I'm like, how do we do this? Got into my head. Then going to that event, honestly, I didn't really want to go. And I felt my intuition be like, you need to go. Then talking to this person, going to their house, like, I'm not so sure about this logically and my, and also like belief wise, like, what's this weird thing that's happening? Like this lady wants to meet with me. I just met her. Like that's kind of weird and shady. Not at all, but you know, your thoughts get in your way and intuition again said, no, you need to go. So in from 14 days from having the thought of being an eight figure entrepreneur, I literally had an eight figure business opportunity, which I've taken drop in my lap. And it was all guided by my intuition. I feel like we should have fireworks right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. And what a great story to end on. You you. know, there's another quote that I love. It's intuition is the whisper of the soul. Mm. How cool is that? Yes. Yeah. And I think the thing that's most beautiful, if I can elaborate for a second. Yes. Is that anything that you desire, when you desire it, it's your soul desiring it as well. Right? So one of the things that kind of came up for me as a belief when I had the thought of eight figures was, well, that's a lot of money. I don't need that much money. Who am I? All of these pieces started to fall into place that I think we all have around. We can all have at some point or another around money. And the truth of it is, is that it came to me. It was an intuitional hit that I could be an eight-figure entrepreneur. And I followed that path and my soul desired it. And it happened. So regardless of the money, regardless of it's a car. Oh, I've got a total manifesting story about my car. But like, there's so many pieces that come into play with that, but your soul does want it. So I love that quote because don't let your brain or your societals like that's greedy or any of those things come into play. The second that you desire something, it's something your soul desires as well. So tell us where we can find you. If somebody wants to have you teach them about their intuition, where do they find you? Yeah. So I actually have a free email video series uh, for anyone listening. You can go to eightcrazythings.taylorproctor.com. And it's a simple page that just says, you know, put in your name, put in your email. And almost immediately you will receive the first email of the eight crazy things. And I didn't go into all of them here on this in my story, but the eight crazy actions that I took to generate that eight figure business opportunity. So if you want to hear the full details in video format, super easy. I think the longest video is seven minutes. So it's not a huge chunk of time, but you'll get a video every single day for eight days to really share what action steps I took, how intuition helped. And that's a great way to get started with me. So that's eightcrazythings.taylorproctor.com. And I would love to be able to share my story further. And those will all be, I have a bunch of her links and also that specific link at www.loveyourstorypodcast.com in the show notes. So final words, Taylor. Follow your intuition. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, Lori. This was amazing. Alan Alda said, quote, at times you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. What you'll discover will be wonderful. What you'll discover is yourself, unquote. (laughs) What? I don't know. That just touches me in my heart. What a great quote to end on. And as we close today's episode, you know, we've heard some great stories about intuition And whether you reach out to Taylor or just receive inspiration from her story, 
I think we can all take away some encouragement about getting curious, about listening to our own intuition in whatever form that takes as we strive to create our best life stories on purpose. So thank you for being here today. Let me know what you thought of the show. Leave a remark on loveyourstorypodcast.com. You can comment right below the show notes. There's a remark section. And we'll see you in two weeks for the next episode of the Love Your Story podcast. Also, um, share this with somebody you think would benefit or you know love that little push into how do we connect with our intuition. Okay, we'll see you later. <laughs>